The following is a sponsored program on 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM. The views, information, or opinions expressed during this program are solely those of the individuals or participants involved and do not necessarily represent those of Braden Madison Broadcasting or its employees. 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM presents Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program each Sunday morning at 10 AM. Here's your host for Sumner County Spotlight, Jeff Shannon. Well, good morning and welcome to Sumner County Spotlight. Uh, your host, Jeff Shannon, on another Sunday morning here at Sumner County Spotlight with your host, Jeff Shannon. That would be me. And I just, as I always say, it's fantastic to have you hanging with us, that's uh, for sure. So listen, we're heading into the holidays. Uh, there's a lot of folks doing great things in our communities. A lot of uh, businesses are really chipping in because they know what an impact they can have, and even in the smallest scale. You have uh, so many great nonprofits that are going on, and we're going to be talking later, and we're going to discuss some of the, the people that are out there, and there's so many, and you know, obviously can't put them all in one show. But I want to bring in Dr. Jeremy Kazoo here is with Stewart Chiropractic, and Stewart's are always doing wonderful things for the community. So I want to bring you in and so talk about some of these things. So thanks for coming in. Well, thank you. Always a pleasure to hang out with one of the Shantastics. That's right. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're uh, we're doing a fall drive. We like to do one every single year, and uh, this one, you know, one of the things that was just on our heart, and one of the things that our office manager really dove into was Cottage Cove. And Cottage Cove is a, a nonprofit that we're going to help support in Madison. Tennessee. And it's just really, really cool. They've got all sorts of programs for kids. They help to take kids out to events that maybe they wouldn't have the opportunity to experience. The part of the Cottage Cove that we're going to dive into is going to be Christmas with dignity. Well, and I think that's so important because there are a lot of youngins that are not going to have that greater Christmas, which is sad. In in the U.S., we should not be dealing with that. But hey, it is what it is at this point. So we try to make it as best as we can for them. Absolutely. Now, with uh, some of these organizations, I mean, and we have some of these organizations that are doing wonderful things to help kids have a better Christmas. When we start talking about the foster care system, uh, kids that are, that are in the system due to no fault of their own, it, it's, it's so important that, that you give them some dignity, uh, like you said. And it's like, well, how can we help? And you guys always step up. Well, thank you. And I know that WHIN is the exact same, but, um, you know, we just really want kids to be kids and enjoy that magical part of their life. And, you know, on our end, not only do we want to help grow a healthy community, but health is physical, mental, and emotional health. And so we can dive into the physical health in our office, but we love supporting the emotional and the mental health by giving back and doing drives like these where we can, you know, help collect things in the community and really just give back to those people that maybe need a little bit of a boost. And even even through the year, there there's some other projects you guys have been noted for. Uh, yeah. So one of the ones that we love to do in the, in the springtime is going to be uh, our cumber Crisis Pregnancy Center diaper drive. We've done that for the last four years. Mm -hmm. We typically collect anywhere from 12 to 18,000 diapers for these these moms and these families that are in need of help. And And that's just for one child. Absolutely. For a week. (laughs) (laughs) It seems that way. That's what I hear. Yeah. (laughs) But what a great idea. That, that, that you did. I, I know last year, I remember y'all talking about it, and I think we might even have you on the show talking about it, but it is a wonderful thing that a lot of people don't think. The smallest items can mean so much to people. Well, and not only that, but in these families, especially now with inflation going up, prices going up all over the, across the board, you know, these families are having less money for these luxury items. But again, we just want to help give back to the community and really just help everybody to have a, a fantastic life and be able to enjoy all the little things without having to worry about scrimping and saving their money. It's hard on some folks. I mean, you know, they're changing jobs and then they're get, you got that segment of the population that they just don't want to work. But that's a different story. <laughs> Won't go there. But it, it is rough these days. And anything that our business community can do to help make things better. You know, I think that's what whether it just be having fun or getting physical items. I think it just means a lot to them. Absolutely. And I would agree with that. With some of the organizations that are in our community, and we've had some great stories, you know, the foster care system, like I said, and that's, you know, one of my big advocacies is I'm a real big, uh, strong believer in the foster care system and helping those kids get to that forever home. But there are situations where, like Cottage Cove, they're doing wonderful things to help kids uh, after school, giving them things to do and things like that. Uh, it, it's such an important thing that we had to... I guess, come up with a, a nonprofit for you to support. And your office manager actually came up with, with this company. 
Yeah. So our office manager, uh, she did some volunteer work with and Cottage what's her Cove. Name? Her name diverse... is Amber. Amber. Um, yep. Amber is not only our office manager, but also the uh, inspirational genius behind our decorations at the office. Um, probably best known for our Christmas decorations. But she's done some volunteer work with Cottage Cove. She's really experienced it firsthand. And, you know, she's done a lot of mission trips in her life. And this is one thing that really is just heavy on her heart that she loves to give back to the kids and support the kids that, you know, like I said, maybe just need a little bit of a boost so they can have, enjoy their magical childhood. You have somebody like that that really gets passionate. And like I said, I've never heard of Cottage Cove, but just like this, I've now discovered a, another entity that is doing great things. And that's what's so great about this job is you learn all of these things. And these organizations that do such great things here in even Sumner County, oh, there's so many of them. And I'm just, I'm blown away every time I hear something. I think it's just being in, being in this region. We've got a lot of very passionate people and, you know, they find their passion in serving and really just dive in head first. And you said it multiple times, but we've got so many great nonprofits that help just about every single walk of life. So it's just amazing for us to be able to jump on board and help support such a great organization. And I think too, when you hear some of the stories of how the the youngsters have been affected by this and what it's done to them. They're going to remember that for a long time. Exactly. Um, and that's one of the things that as we were voting on our nonprofit to support for an office, you know, we really started to sit there and think about, again, the Christmas with dignity, having these children be able to open up these gifts because... You know, we've all heard of those stories where families maybe didn't have the money or they didn't have the resources to provide just even a small gift for their children on Christmas. And, you know, growing up, that's huge. Those are some of your biggest memories is waking up first thing in the morning and getting to open up that brand new toy. Okay. You stepped in it. What's your best memory? Uh, I grew up in Michigan. My favorite toy that we ever received for Christmas, and my folks will agree with this 100%, they, they make a small snowmobile for children. This one was called a kitty cat snowmobile. It's a 120cc snowmobile. Wow. Um, my mother worked in a hospital my entire life. So a lot of times she would work on holidays. So my folks would allow us to open up gifts Christmas Eve because my mother would not be there the next day. Mm. So the night that we got the kitty cat snowmobile, uh, my father loves to tell this story. I refused to go to bed and I stayed in the living room with that snowmobile all night so that I could be the first one to ride it in the morning. That is by far my favorite Christmas present. And you were how old then? I have no idea. I was still in elementary school at the time. Did you have a beard? Just No, no, the beard no. didn't come until middle school. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I can grow for six months. You still wouldn't be able to see mine. You could do it in two days. But uh, yeah, some of the those are great memories, you know, that you, that you get or you, you get a puppy or you get those things that you just look at it and some kids aren't experiencing that. And that's the sad part. They have to have something to dream about. Absolutely. Something to dream about, something to hope for, and something to look forward to. The people that have you know, a heart to help and it is, I think, the key. And you had mentioned earlier that you know Middle Tennessee does come together, especially when people need something, a crisis, and things like that. And I've said it on this program several times that it's great how the community senses that and they come forth. And yeah, we that's why we love living here. Absolutely. I've lived, I've been fortunate enough to live in a lot of big cities growing up. And um, I will definitely go ahead and say that Hendersonville, Sumner County is really a great community. They love to support each other. They love to get out, support the businesses. They support the children. They support the people in need. They support the veterans. I personally have never been welcomed into a community the way that I have here in Hendersonville. And, you know, I think most folks that I talk to that are transplants have the exact same experience that they just are welcomed in with open arms and absolutely just love the um, love and support that they receive from the community. I think everybody does love you. They love seeing you at the Chamber Leads. I like what you did this, this, I think it was the, what this past month where you did every, each, uh, it was like a tip of the, we of did the day that, or something. The ABCs of chiropractic care. Yeah, that was cool. Um, I threw out some uh, information, some things that I had recently learned at a continuing education seminar. Learning is one of my strengths. And so when I hear some good information, I love to relay it to other people that may not know it. So start at A. Give us a couple. Uh, oh, you got to remember now. <laughs> I got to I got to try to remember. So A was for adjustment. So the adjustment is simply removing the nerve interference from the nervous system. And if I could try to make that as simple as possible, the brain's in charge of 
everything that goes on in your body. And if your brain has bad cell phone service and it cannot communicate with your body, your body's not going to function the way that it's supposed to. And it'll cause all sorts of things from pain and tenderness to organs not working the way that they're supposed to, unwanted weight wow. gain, um, improper hormone balance. So A is for adjustment. Okay. Fact or myth? Cracking your knuckles will give you arthritis. If you crack your knuckles improperly, it can give you arthritis. Yes. Okay. So my son walks around going... Mm-hmm. And I said, quit doing that. <laughs> I used to have a friend in high school. This guy had big old huge hands. And he would take his knuckles and grind. Everybody would go. And they would grind back and forth. It's mm-hmm. like, dude, stop doing that. <laughs> it's like, man, that's got to be bad. It's not good when you do that because you can cause arthritis or osteoarthritis that most people know about. There's been a handful of research studies that have proven that it is okay to crack your knuckles. You just have to do it in a controlled manner and not... Okay mash them up against one another. Now, you said something interesting, I don't know, a couple of months ago, that you can actually do treatment on babies. Come on. How is that possible? I'll explain it. It's actually okay. really, really oh, easy. Wow. So, or And why would a baby need adjustments? So that's a great question, too. So our practice, we are one of the largest pediatric practices in Middle Tennessee. Um, we probably see 40 to 50% pediatrics, so under the age of 13. The birth process, how the child is born, whether it's a natural birth or a C-section, the head generally comes out first. So the best, safest, healthiest way for those doctors to get the baby out is to pull on the head and neck. Well, the American Medical Association did a study and found out that the average amount of force used to pull the babies out by their head and neck is 60 to 80 pounds of pressure. And so what happens is the baby's spine can get misaligned. Typically, it's their atlas bone, the very top bone in their neck, mm-hmm. which will put pressure on their brain stem, their spinal cord. Can, it's even been shown on MRIs to back up the CSF fluid in their skull. And so what happens is babies will come in with things like torticollis, constipation, uh, not sleeping longer than 30 minutes at a time, irritability, failure to thrive. Uh, We've seen a lot of babies recently come in being born drug addicted to drug addicted mothers. Mm -hmm. And so what we do is very, um, very specifically and gently, we figure out where those misalignments are. And then we use uh, what is called sustained contact to just very gently get those bones back into the proper alignment. And, you know, with children, kids are just so resilient that they just heal so quickly and they get better so fast. Mm -hmm. So we get a lot of children that have tube surgeries scheduled for their ears due to chronic ear infections. And that's one of the things that gets the quickest results for us. It's, it's truly amazing to see just how fast these kids get healthy. You know, that's just amazing. Cause I always said, wow, their bones are so soft. So I guess they're easier to, to manipulate. Yeah. So they don't have the muscle memory or the neurologic memory holding those bones in the wrong position because yeah. they haven't been in the wrong position for very long. Mm-hmm. So we don't, pop and crack and twist them and fold them into pretzels. We just use a very easy, gentle, sustained contact, a light pressure to get the bones moving and the body does the rest. All right. So here, here's another bizarre one for you. Uh, recently, and at least on my, my social media feeds, there's a lot of these guys that are going on there and they put a camera up, put a mic on, on their shirt and they crack people and you hear the <laughs> and people are going, oh my God, it's great. And, and for those that might want to try that on their own, <laughs> on their wife or have somebody try it on you. I already know what it's going to be. What would be your advice? To not do that. So <laughs> I see. I... <laughs> we we went to school for a long time to figure out how we do what we do. Mm-hmm. And it's not knowing how to adjust someone. It's knowing when not to adjust someone. Popping and cracking yourself is probably one of the easiest ways to get hurt and really make a bad problem worse. I will say that, again, I went to school for a long time to be a chiropractor. And the worst part about being a chiropractor is that I cannot adjust myself. So if I try to pop and crack myself, it usually turns out bad. So I don't recommend <laughs> that anyone do it. Well, you know somebody. I know a couple of folks. I, I know my guy. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, we're talking to Dr. Jeremy Kazoo over here with Stewart's Chiropractic, and uh, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we've got some more information for you. You're going to love this. That's coming up right here on Sumner County Spotlight. Thanks for listening to Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program heard each and every Sunday right here on WHIN. Or you can listen on our podcast page at whinradio.com. If you'd like to become a sponsor of this program, reach out to me, Jeff Shannon, at jeff at whinradio.com. Well, good morning and welcome to Sumner County Spotlight. I am your host, uh, Jeff Shannon. And of course, we have this program air each and every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. And that's on our podcast page at whinradio.com. And it'll drop around noon. You can hear all of the great episodes that we have here. When we talk about great events and people that are doing great things here in Sumner County, you know, I always lean right to Wynette Turner. 
because she has one of the biggest hearts, you know, and she loves music. She is, is a musician herself, great vocalist. She came up with this idea and it really tugged at her heart and it's called Amp Up for Kids Night. Now, this is going to be a great event happening November 3rd at 7 o'clock down at the Palace Theater located downtown Gallatin. You know where that is because it's a historic place. She came up with this idea and put together such a great lineup for folks to come out and just visit to help support these kids because it's really going to help them raise funds for these children that are less fortunate. So, Wynette, thank you so much for coming in and thank you for doing this. You're welcome. It's always a joy to be with you. you got a little fame going on. Do I now? You do. <laughs> Because nothing happens at the Huckabee Show oh, unless you it. make it happen. Well, because <laughs> me and a few people, we'll just say, not just me, but yes, we, but we have the, a lot of fun You got those there. troublemakers up there on the bandstand. That Trey Corley, you got to watch Trey him. Corley, oh, oh, my gosh. He's a mess. <laughs> yeah, he, he probably half the time we do shows, there's a joke in there about Wynette in there somewhere, you know. <laughs> so we, we just kind of mess with each other, but we love him. I love him so much. He's such a great music director. Yeah. We have such a great time at the Huckabee Show. So tell us how you got inspired to get with Amp Up for Kids. Night. This could take a while, but I'll try to do the condensed version okay. of it. So I've been in music my whole life, wasn't an, an artist, as you just mentioned. I'm raising one now, too. My son is Chase Matthew. You know, a few years ago, we, um, we just started thinking, uh, I, I started... I realize that I'm turning 60 soon. No. And I was like, what am I going like to do 39. with that? I know, right? right? Thank you. I thank you. You know, I, you. I like to say I, I feel or I look <laughs> younger, but, you know, I know I, I'm, I'm 60 and I'm every bit of it. But uh, I kept thinking, you know, someday I want to know what my next chapter of life is and mm-hmm. I want to be able to give back. And so we started, my husband and I started talking about what what could we do? And, and it always leads me back to what's in your hand. And so we were like, well, music is in our hand. Our heart for people is in our hand. You know, our feelings for community is in our hand. So we decided decided to begin the workings of setting up our own public charity and calling it Music Amplifies. And what launched it was really just a history of music, knowing how a well-written song can change a life, mm-hmm. uh, can heal somebody, uh, encourage someone and lift them up out of a bad situation. And how can we take that concept and bring it to helping others? So we started thinking if we could bring music people together, that are it could be a, an artist, a songwriter, an executive, a, a talent booker, anybody in the industry to amp up and come together, we could do some great things in the community. So Music Amplifies was birthed from that. Our first year, we just focused on providing toys for kids. And in that year with our partners, we were able to help 387 kids. Wow. Second year, it was almost 500 kids. The biggest challenge that we found, though, which almost broke my heart, was when we would go, they would say, do you all have any other resources you can offer other than toys? When our first ambassador went to deliver the toys the first year for us, they said, you know, we've got this little boy that needs a bed. And we don't have a resource to get this kid a bed. It's it's kind of a quick need. Can you help? We didn't have the resources to do that because we were kind of a startup in ourselves. So we realized then and there, when my son came home and told me about that, I, it broke my heart. And I was like, we got to find a way to do more than just the toys. So Amp Up for Kids Night was birthed out of trying to figure out a way to increase revenue opportunities so that we could do more than just toys. Mm-hmm. So this will be our first year to do that. We looked at the stats. We, we We found out that there's 11 million children that are living in food insecure households in the U.S. And in the state of Tennessee, right where we are, 21.1% of children are living in poverty, food insecure house. And so when we saw that the percentages was that high in in counties that are right next to us, it just kind of inspired us to push and amp up a little faster, a little harder. So this event is going to be all about uh, raising additional funds so that we can do other things for the kids. So if someone says, I've got kids, eight kids that need coats, I've got six kids that needs new pairs of shoes, mm-hmm. and i got a mama that has no groceries. And we can say, we can do that now to where we couldn't do that before. So we now are a public charity. We've got all of our T's crossed and I's dotted. We've got the paperwork and we're good to go. So if people want to just make a donation because you're tugging at their heartstrings right now because it's doing mine. Yeah. <laughs> 
Thank how, you. How would they do that? Absolutely. You go to musicamplifies.com. You will find links there for donations or come to our event. You know, we'll we'll show you how to donate. Uh, buy a ticket for our event. That's also a great way of supporting. And you can find tickets right there on musicamplifies.com. You can. Yeah. Right on the homepage. At the very top of it is a link to the ticket site. And yeah. believe it or not, our ticket prices are very good considering the lineup we have, which oh, I'm sure yeah. we'll talk about. Well, speaking of that, so you've got John Barry. Yes. You're going to hear him just a little bit. John Ford Coley. I mean, oh my gosh. Love him. England Dan, John Ford Coley. Hello. Yep. And we play all their songs here. So I, every day, I'm just loving it. we got Buddy Jewel coming in. We do. And we got Mackenzie Phipps, which if as I look over next to you. She's right beside me. I think me. I see her. <laughs> <laughs> hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. Well, Mackenzie, look, you've <gasps> apparently, from talking to you, you've been doing this for a little bit. Yes, I have. As you can hear in my voice being all scraggly because i am old <laughs> old yes. she's far when from that, old which i cannot believe i did not i would never have a, a million years guest you were 60 well girl I ain't no way i thought you were like studying for 30 years and, and written hard oh you'll you'll gosh. be able to say the same thing but no you guys this girl's only 21 but she has been rocking music for about what seven years eight years now yeah yes i started doing my own shows out in public when I was 14. That was something else. You know, I always joke at my shows all the time that I do now. You know, when I tell people about how I got started, I say, well, I was 14 and there was a lot of places I probably shouldn't have been at when I was 14, but Mm -hmm. got some great experience. Well, you've been doing things great. I mean, I think, what, how recent is this where you got the Rising Star Award at the Faith and Film Breakfast? Yes, that was very recent. That was like two Was it a surprise? Yes, it was. I was not expecting that at all and i was i felt so terrible because i missed the actual award show for that and because it was saturday and i was actually in virginia doing shows (laughs) when they had told me that i was going to be performing for the brunch the next day I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to leave immediately after the show in Virginia. So the show ended, I believe, at 7, and I drove all the way back to Gallatin. (laughs) And it's like after you stop for gas and food and all of that, it's probably about a 6... 615 drive. Well, I'm sure you, you met our good buddy Linda Evgen uh, yes. there, but she's the president of the Nashville Women in Film and Television, and she is involved with Holiday Fest, so she's doing a lot of great things in our community. Yes. And she's a part of this, so she recognized good talent. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Your genre is more country. Yes, it okay. is. And do you write as well? Yes, I do. So I wrote my first song, I believe, when I was 14. Thank God for maturity. <laughs> that sounds like a country because... song right there. Thank yeah, God for thank maturity. God for maturity. <laughs> well, that may be difficult to write with. But um, I wrote that song, of course, about a young heartbreak I had. And I have gotten more so into writing since I have moved down here because, I mean, we are in Music City. Mm-hmm. You're surrounded by all of it. So I've been getting more into the songwriting. But I always tell people at the end of the day that I am a singer. I love to sing. I play the guitar and I can semi-play the piano. But at my shows, my biggest thing is I just love to sing. That is who I am. That's what's in my blood. And the guitar is just kind of a sad piece. (laughs) Well, since you talk about singing, uh, I guess you have a a project out right now. Should we take a listen to it? Yes, yes. And what is this? Tell us about it. This is my new single that released here. The days are just jumbling together, (laughs) y'all. I think it released a couple weeks ago. And this song, was written by my backup guitarist and singer Shane Begley and we were wanting to write an upbeat song just to kind of depict who I am as a person and he decided to write this song about my upbringing which was in Virginia because I was born and raised there in a small town called Bluefield we were like what can we do to make it into a party song that people would enjoy so we added beer into the mix well hello yeah there you go yes who doesn't love a good beer so what go ahead and introduce this song this is my new single that is out and it is called you bring the beer i'll bring the noise i'm from a place in the mountains of virginia that i call home where the moon shines clear as the water where the river flows There's nothing like an Appalachian starlit summer night I'm from a small town but I got some city dreams Making my way around, playing on six strings On these backwood trails and raising hell So 
some city dreams Making my way around Playing on six strings On these backwood trails And racing hell Sunny morning of hallelujahs And living well I got some deep roots With this heart and mind Walking on black top Running on borrowed town I'm just a country girl Well, there we go. Mackenzie Phipps right there with her latest project, You Bring the Beer, I'll Bring the Noise. <laughs> Which what people tell me all the time. You're just a bunch of noise. But, well, that's awesome. And, and writing these songs, I mean, it's not an easy task. You know, I appreciate songwriters so much because there's just so much emotion that's in there. And if you can create a great song out of it that people can relate to and have fun with, yeah, you've done it. Yes, it, it amazes me because, like I was talking about, I, I more so put myself into the singer category. I do write. I dabble in songwriting here and there. But I'm one of those writers that can only really write based on personal experience. I have been starting to branch out. Mm-hmm. I actually just wrote a new song that's currently unreleased that has nothing to do with me and it's so funny because people at my shows ask if the song if it was based on personal experience and i'm like no not at all yeah but um it just amazes me how songwriters like shane can write like that man i could tell him write me a song about a bird and he will have it immediately i I can't do that i don't know how he does it i can't i think it's an incredibly talented gift that people have out there oh truly i mean it really is and it's 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 great when you hear that well-written song yes that you just you lose yourself Mm -hmm. into the song you get into the story and that just wow yeah that's what makes. i believe that's why people are so resonated with music because as cliche as it sounds everybody knows that quote where it's like when words fail music speaks And I feel like there's a song out there. That's the beautiful thing about music. There's a song out there for everybody. And it represents any kind of emotion that the human body can even begin to feel. Yeah, absolutely. So people want to get your music. Where would they go? They can go to Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube. I'm on all the social medias like Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, the whole nine yards. So if you look up my name, which is McKenzie with no C, we all talked about that, with <laughs> that a K. before this. Yes, it's M-A-K-E-N-Z-I-E, and it's Phipps, P-H-I-P-P-S. Okay, and your name of your fan club is... <laughs> the oh, Fippies. The Fippies. I, I, I came up. The, yeah, the yeah, Fippies. Yes, it's awesome. Yes, Taylor's got the Swifties. Why not? Come on now. <laughs> I, I'm a fan. I'll be a Fippy. The Fippy. It kind of sounds like something you'd hear at like SeaWorld. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, but hey, it's it's all you. Babe. I'll have to ask. They'll remember it. <laughs> I'll have to ask the entire. Hey, you entirety. got some performances coming up. Uh, of course, this one coming up here on November third, amp up for kids. But you're let's see, this is Sunday. So where are you going to be at tomorrow? Sunday. Somewhere in Nashville. That is that the Cowboy Church? Yes, I will be at the Troubadour, and they okay. do Cowboy Church, yeah. and it's really fun. It's it's very fun. This will be the second time I've been at Cowboy Church, and the first time I went, I just love going and singing for church in general. I Mm -hmm. actually just found a church that I have been attending since I've moved down here. And it's actually Rhonda Vincent's church, believe it or not. Oh, I love her. Yeah, that's great. She's a great, great woman. I'm very thankful to have her in my life. But um, when I went to Cowboy Church the first time, it's just incredible to see how the Lord works in mysterious ways. And I always tell people that I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today without Him. I wouldn't have the gift of music without Him. And I owe everything to Him, so I will never ever be embarrassed or ashamed to sing any kind of hymn or gospel mm-hmm. song at any event. I mean, I'll be in bars sometimes, and mm-hmm. he'll be talking to me, and I'll, I'll be with all these drunk people, and I'm like, we're going to sing a hymn. <laughs> we're going to worship right now. And they, they love it, too. Yeah, It's, it's it. insane, but I, I absolutely love doing Cowboy Church, so if anybody out there is looking to hear some great music and worship with the Lord, come on out to the Troubadour. Oh, that's, that's great. Hey, we're talking with country newcomer. Not so new. You've been doing it for a while, but you are a newcomer. We'll call you that. Uh, Mackenzie Phipps right here at MackenziePhipps.com. She's going to be playing over at our Amp Up for Kids Night. 
And I got to let you know this again. You got to write this down in your calendar. You can put it down November 3rd, uh, 7 o'clock, down at the Palace Theater here in Gallatin. So it's going to be a great lineup with John Barry, John Ford Coley, Buddy Jewell, Brandon Lee, and Dan Whitehurst to entertain us with some comedy. Yes, Dan's That's, awesome. And Wynette Turner is going to be there. And I just found out you have this great MC that uh, I think was just signed I on. think we're going to have to have the fabulous Jeff. Yes. It's actually Definitely. the Shantastic. Shantastic. And I'll bring all my Shantastics with us. That would be yes, awesome. You and well, I'll bring the Fippies. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, we're having a good time. We'll take a break. We'll be right back with more of Sumner County Spotlight. Thanks for listening to Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program heard each and every Sunday right here on WHIN. Or you can listen on our podcast page at whinradio.com. If you'd like to become a sponsor of this program, reach out to me, Jeff Shannon, at jeff at whinradio.com. All right, welcome back to Sumner County Spotlight with your host, Jeff Shannon. As always, it's fantastic to have you hanging with us here on this uh, great program. As we've talked on the show many times, we have folks in the community that are just doing incredible things and helping each other. One of the organizations that I just, when I saw this, I said, this is amazing, that I had to come in and we have to talk about it. It's Amp Up For Kids Night. Now, Wynette Turner right here, and Wynette, you work at the Huckabee Show. I do, yes. So you, you keep things running over there. You keep keep the governor in track. Well, I don't know how much I keep him in track, but but I do try my best to run a few things. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, we, you got things going on. I think that with an organization such as this, it, it just really takes a lot of work putting a, a group together but like, like this. And as we talked about in the previous segment, there's just a lot of working parts in here. So I, I want to appreciate you here, but you bought it. You bought this young feller over here with you. I did. Who, who's, I think, who's this guy? Yeah, I think everybody's going to be excited to uh, hear his voice and hear what he has to say. I have the amazing John Barry in the house, folks. There he is. Good <laughs> to be applause. with y'all. We have all the applause going on right now. <laughs> yeah, yes! Right. John, man, thank you so much for, first of all, you know, supporting this great cause, because anytime we can help children, you know, it's something we got to do. You know, you know, it's it's a great organization, and because there's so many children that don't have the opportunity to be involved around music, mm-hmm. and that's a and it's 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 a proven fact that children that are involved with music do better in school and in life, unless of course they become full time musicians and it's all over. <laughs> then they realize I got to work at this. <laughs> And it but, happens but, yeah, overnight, but, as you know. It yeah. happens overnight. But. Yeah, yeah. It's an overnight <laughs> sensation. Yeah. But, but yeah, but just uh, that there's something about music that just that makes the brain click. Well, there's a lot of different phrases out there. It's like, when all else fails, music speaks. Okay. I think that's one of my favorites. When words fail, When music words speaks. fail. There. Thank you, John. When words fail, music speaks. That's right. And this is why songwriters are so important. Because yes. they make these songs come alive to people. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, anytime you can... You can get a good song that's written well and you got great artists performing it look out and the kids yeah. just got to attach to that because i think over the years the storytelling aspect of song you know back in the early days of country music i think it was probably more storytelling than it is now I mean, there's a big change that has happened in songwriting there there's still a lot of great songs coming out yeah yeah but probably the greatest compliment i ever, I ever got i played a, a new song i'd written a number of years ago on a radio station just no, I never had recorded it at that point or anything, and got a call from this guy, uh, you know, probably 45, 50 year old guy, and he said, he said, I just had to call you and tell you that you wrote what I feel, and that's the greatest call ever. There it is. Oh man, and uh, Kenny Rogers, <laughs> Kenny Rogers famously said, so I guess in an interview they said, Kenny, what makes a great love song? He said, a song that what every man wants to say and every woman wants to hear. Yes. And, and and it takes somebody uh, who has got that gift to be able to put that down, to mm-hmm. be able to put it, these feelings into a melodic form, and, and where people can hear that and go, yeah, I, I feel that. So. And you've worked with some great songwriters over the years. Yeah, I've been really fortunate to get them coffee. <laughs> yes, and that's keep, great. Keep, keep them buzzed up so we could write something. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you know, I think that, and I've said this on the show before, is it. If you can find a, a writer that can tap into you, like it's like the song was written just for you. Oh, yeah. I mean, nobody else could have sung that song like you could have done. That's when you got some magic. Yeah. yeah. And then every now and then you you sing a song that you just feel like you're the lucky guy who drew the card. Yeah. Because anybody could have had a hit with it. And I take, for instance, Your Love Amazes Me. Mm-hmm. Chuck Jones and Amanda Hunt Taylor wrote that song. And I don't, I don't care if Elmer Fudd had sung it. 
It'd have been a hit. That's an, that's I, an I would like to hear that. <laughs> I feel that but, Elmer Fudd emotion. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just a uh, it's just one of those really remarkable pieces of music. Yeah, that the singer was a secondary thing. But so, John, you got a, a recent project that was out. Of course, it's got great songs on there. Well, it's an it's an amazing project. It was produced by Steve Dorf. If your listeners don't know who Steve Dorf is, I can't imagine how many songs of his you play here per day. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's written more songs that are part of the soundtrack to people's lives. It's, it's 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 incredible how many songs he's written for different recording artists. And uh, but Steve produced this album, and it's a record I've always wanted to do. Uh, it's a collection of six great classic hymns. Everybody who grew up going to church is going to know all six of them, and four new songs of faith. And almost all of them are recorded with a small band and a 45-piece string orchestra. Wow. And one song was recorded with the Utah Symphony. And it's just That just gives top. you chills. I it's, mean, I couldn't imagine being it, in, it, it in the well recording my, session. It is well as my soul is like. You've, uh, you've, you've been kind of doing some, some gospel and, and Christian releases uh, over the years, and that's kind of a passion of yours. Yeah, I've done, I've done two specific. Uh, all my albums have got something about them that's kind of faith-oriented. Mm-hmm. But two albums I've done, Real Man, Real Life, Real God, which is a song I wrote Mac McAnally and Lenny LeBlanc. That's just sort of, it's sort of a acoustic, early 70s rock slash kind of bluegrass sounding kind of record. And then uh, then this new album, Find My Joy, that came out last year that is, is pretty, it's on the other end of the string instruments with very symphonic, so. Yeah. I've done a lot of Christmas music over the years. Right, and, and we're going to talk about this tour you got and, coming up And this up here. album is sort of an extension, because yeah. what our goal with Christmas music was to take these old classic Christmas songs <laughs> a lot of them that are just beautiful, so beautiful, yeah. and do everything we can to make them more beautiful if we can. Yeah. And that's the same thing we tried to do with this hymns record, is take these great, classic, beautiful melodies and do everything we can to make them even more inspiring. I love and, that. Uh, so it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, you know, with all the music that you have, and, and especially in this latest project, you know, you get passionate about things over the years, and you have all the favorites you have, but the new stuff still tugs at your heart. But I, would, I just want to take a, a break right here and listen to Something Bigger Than Me sure. uh, off of the, the Find My Joy project. So yeah. we got John Barry right now. Let's check it out. Yesterday I laid in my bed And made up my mind to stay there instead Of fighting the same old fight That I always lose by night Somehow, sometime, mid-afternoon As the sunshine lit up my room Something made me sigh And get up for one more try Something bigger than me Braver than me Helps me to face the day Helps me to find my way And makes me believe That I'll be okay Something greater than me Wiser than me Shows me where I go When I'm down too long It gives me the hope I need to be strong Something I can't explain Soothes me like summer rain Listens when I complain Even in my dreams Something better than me Kinder than me Loves me the way I am And in some wondrous plane Helps me to be the best that I can Something bigger than me 
a doubt Knows what I'm all about Says it'll all work out Even in my dreams Something bigger than me That's what I see Each time a chance comes by Or somebody new says hi Or I start to laugh When I thought I cry When miracles happen I always know why What could it be? Something bigger than me All right, well, I told you that's uh, that's a big song right there for sure. And that was John Barry and something bigger than me right here with Jeff Shannon on our Sumner County Spotlight. Uh, John, it's keeping busy has got to be a thing that you just go, well, I like to be busy, but I need a break. <laughs> you know? um, the beach is calling. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and, but your, gosh, your tour schedule, you, you've got a bunch of dates coming up here. Of course, the annual Christmas with John Barry tour is it's going to kick off at, uh, that's in Sugar Hill, Georgia. Right, just so that's north gonna, side of Atlanta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was wondering where that was. Yeah, it's yeah. a little suburb north of Atlanta. And, of course, you're going to be here at the Amp Up for Kids night, and that's going to be uh, Friday night, November the 3rd, uh, kicking off at 7 o'clock. At the fabulous Gall- Palace Theater Palace. downtown Gallatin. Wow. And you look, folks, you just got to get tickets for this. You're going to have an amazing night. Wynette, how would they get tickets? The best way and easiest way is just go to our website, musicamplifies.com. And I do want to interject, you know, the Palace Theater has a great history. It does. I believe it's the only remaining theater that's operational in the state of tennessee that used to be a silent film right, it is. theater so there's there's you know if you come for the show you're also stepping into a piece of ex- yeah. of history yeah and yeah downtown gallon and so got some great history down there it's a, has a, a look kind of a feel when you go down there so you'll you'll enjoy yourself for sure yeah plus but, you know on the show we got all these these great guests and john ford coley will be on the show here in a little bit uh he's going to be performing uh, some of his hits john's going to be there doing his hits and we got Mackenzie Phipps coming in, which you, you've heard. And so it's going to be a great night. You also have a comedian coming in. Yeah, we do. Uh, an, a guy we love, his name is Dan Whitehurst. He is actually a retired veteran. He used to also be a first responder. And we've had him on the Huckabee Show many times. He's a super-duper guy, very funny. He'll be doing the pre-show. also wanted to give a shout-out to Brandon Lee, who will also be opening for okay. John Barry. All right. And uh, Betty Jewell will be popping in as well. So it's going to be uh-huh. a wonderful evening obviously family friendly and uh, we're raising money so we can help a lot of kids out there um, we're looking forward to it and we hope everybody can join us well i, I mean you gotta know, do i don't know buddy was gonna be on the show That's yeah right. buddy yeah he's gonna pop in too and hang he's out a, with he's us a good guy he is yeah. just like you thank you john i just want to get that on air thank you so much yeah, for doing this I'm glad yeah. it's a huge huge blessing to us we were, we're, we, were, we were traveling through south georgia yeah on our bus and and uh, we're, we're driving through sylvester georgia Sylvester. I hear some music, and we're coming by, and there's a festival, and Buddy's on stage Is playing. He? And we're driving by, and we're blowing the bus horn as we go by. I love it. And he's looking at you going, ah. I'm not sure who that is on that bus. But. Well, it's going to be a whole lot of fun on this night, and... You know, I just think it's it's going to be it's going to tug at your heart, and you just just have a great night of great entertainment, and just know that you're doing something to really help people. It's going to make your your heart feel good. So, John, thanks so much for coming in. Uh, listen, head over to your website, johnberry.com. Yeah, please. Everything's right there. Yeah, we'll be uh, close to here for Christmas. We're going to be at the uh, Mint Casino. Okay. Just at yeah. the county line, the state line. Yeah, just and, hop and uh, jump. Yeah, so we're going to be up there uh, early December. So go to johnberry.com, click on the tour schedule, and and uh, find out how you can join us. We'd love to have you come be with us. It'll be a lot of fun. And then we're going to be, we're going to get a few days after that, we'll be in Menville. Okay. And a little theater there. So if one of those dates works out, come see us at Christmas. Bring the kids, bring grandma, we'll have a big time. And that's the great thing. It's a family show. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you're going to hear a lot of great music. So listen, John, thanks so much for coming in. We're going to take a break. And listen, we'll be right back with more of Sumner County Spotlight. Thanks for listening to Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program heard each and every Sunday right here on WHIN. Or you can listen on our podcast page at whinradio.com. If you'd like to become a sponsor of this program, reach out to me, Jeff Shannon, at jeff at whinradio.com. All right, Jeff Shannon, back here with Sumner County Spotlight. We are back. And I got to tell you, this gentleman you're going to be hearing next is one of my idols. I've just adored his music over the many, many years. He is just like what we call one of the icons of the music industry. And I'm talking about John Ford Coley right here. John is on the phone with us. He's actually out in Texas in a, in a rainstorm. How's that feeling, John? Oh, I love it. I love the rain. Bring on the rain. <laughs> hey, that sound like a con- that sound like a country song right there. You need to write yeah, that. Yeah, I think so. I'll write it on the way to where I'm going. <laughs> That's great. Those of you, uh, John Ford Coley, many years in the business, and he was a part of the England Dan and John Ford Coley duo. This was what back in the, the 70s, late 70s, with so many great hits that, I mean, if you heard them, you just go, wow, that is amazing. We were, we were talking off air about one of the songs you had back in the disco days, and it was called Love is the Answer, that you said, that is not disco. I just oh. loved your comment on it. Oh, no, that, that song, actually, one of the things that I was truly impressed about with that song is that it had so many musical styles in it. It had uh, gospel and, and classical and, uh, you know, just a lot of soul and, and rock and pop. I mean, it was, it was across the board, you know, just very, very musical. Absolutely. Now, one of the things that, and you can confirm this, but I, I saw somewhere that you actually, you and, and Dan actually recorded a lot of these songs right here in Hendersonville at uh, Studio by the Pond. We did. We recorded the first uh, three albums there. Let's see, one, two, yeah, the first three albums there. And then we recorded some of the fourth album, The Dr. Echo and Mr. Jive, but we recorded a lot of those things in Los Angeles as uh-huh. well, that, yeah. that particular. But it's it's just, it almost gives me chills to think that, those iconic songs record right here in Hendersonville. So, wow. Yeah, sure enough. <laughs> You've been a little busy here lately. I have. I like being busy. It's being bored, you know? You know it. You know it. <laughs> I hate being bored. So, you, and you actually live, you live down here in, in Middle Tennessee. You're down in Franklin. How long do. you How long have you been down there? I've been there about 25 years. I did a, a small stint in Charleston, South Carolina. Char- Charleston, South Carolina. Charleston. Sorry, yeah, I, I that's did, right. Right. So it was there for about four years, but we had the house here at the same time. So, I mean, I love living in Franklin. It's Franklin is very, very interesting now. I told somebody on the radio the other day, they asked me what it was like living there, and I said, well, it's like having a, a 50-horse corral <laughs> with 300 horses in it. <laughs> So uh, it's kind of a little grown. Yeah, no, for real. There was a, a story that I saw here, and this, of course, I, I guess this tells you in, about your heart, but back in 2017, there was a, a young lady that went to Gallatin High School, fell from an apartment building, Breezeway, down in right. Franklin. So uh, tell us a little bit about that. Well, I mean, we went over and we, we did a fundraiser for mm-hmm. Bless her heart. I mean, still doesn't recall how any of it happened. Right. But, I mean, at such a young age, and now she's going to have to live with those disabilities. That was heartbreaking. Yes. You know, because, again, they could have been your daughter. It could have been your, you know, your niece or something like that. And so when you watch kids to have to go through that and know that they're going to struggle with it, the remainder of their lives, it, it affects you. Well, and the great thing, again, we've been talking about when, when people come together for great causes, and uh, this was a, definitely a great cause, and with a, a lot of the folks right here in Hendersonville that, that really helped to support this with One Stop Realty, you had Parks Lakeside, and you had, of course, our good buddy Melissa Lumen Phillips uh, helping you out with that, so they yeah. love it. Yeah, I was so, so proud of them. Yeah, it's, you know, it's not a matter of, you've heard the term giving back to the community. I think that, that that that's a nice term, but it's an individual situation. And people that come to these kinds of events, you know that they've got a heart for people anyway. And it's sure. not so much just a, uh, a, a deal that you do. It's a genuine love for mankind, and you want to help in whatever way that you possibly can. Because 
I mean, we've been lucky most of our lives. We have not had to deal with a lot of those issues. And one of the things that really changed me greatly, especially in, in light of that, I mean, it just kind of increased it. At one point, I got out of the music and the film industry. I said, I'm done, I'm tired, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm tired of dealing with certain <laughs> people. And I went to work in the courts in Los Angeles, California, in child abuse. Wow. Oh, that no. will... That will straighten you out in a heartbeat. You know because, that. Because, again, things that you're going through, how tough it is. Hey, man, your life is charmed compared to what a lot of people, especially children, have to go through. So you just, you know, you put the effort there when you possibly can. Well, anytime we can help with things, because, you know, 21% of Tennessee children actually live in poverty, which is a sad thing in these days and times, with our country being the greatest in the world, how we can even allow that. And the fact that nearly half of the, the children are economically disadvantaged, and like one in four food insecure households do not qualify for government food program, which which just mind blows me. I I just can't understand. Yeah, you, that, that's a subject you don't want to get yeah, into, right? We we could talk about that for a long time. Yeah, we can. You know, but the thing is, is that they seem to frame upon profanity on the on the airwaves. So you know. <laughs> That, that's where it leads me immediately. That fire, that a fire you up. The things, because again, I would see the programs that they had for for people, and yeah, I mean, you, we really could step up and do a whole lot more. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and great things about this event. It's Amp Up for Kids Night. Now, we're talking with John Ford Coley right here. He's going to be performing at this event. It's coming up on Friday, November 3rd at 7 o'clock at the Palace Theater, right downtown Gallatin. A great facility, has some great history. If you haven't been there, you've got to come by and check it. And, of course, you get tickets and information. Just head over to Music Amplifies. Dot com and you'll see all of that right there and get all the greatest information and it's just going to make your heart feel really good to participate this because we got John Ford Coley here we got Buddy Jewell Mackenzie Phipps Brandon Lee Dan Whitehurst and our buddy John Barry as well performing so it's going to be a great night and you're going to be helping out folks so and John thank you so much for for doing that I did have a, a couple questions out of all of the tracks that you guys did. What seems to be your favorite song out of out of all of those? It depends on whether you're talking about radio songs or, or album cuts. My favorite single that we had on the radio, hands down, was Love is the Answer. Mm -hmm. Again, it had so many different styles of music in it, and I still just enjoy playing it all the time. But the, the song that uh, probably was my favorite song was called Soldier in the Rain. And I did see that. Uh, on your bio, and I wanted yeah. to ask you about that, because that that's pretty heavy. That, that was a very heavy song. As a matter of fact, they thought that they might want to put that out on the radio, but they didn't quite know how people were going to react to it. Mm -hmm. It's uh, I came from the Vietnam War era, mm -hmm. almost had to go. I'm very appreciative of the military. I always stop them, shake hands with them, and, and uh, if someone you know has been to Vietnam, you just welcome them home as well. The song, I was thinking about what it's like to come home. You've got the war. You see all the, the side effects of that. But what's it like when you leave that area? You're leaving your friends that That's have right. become your friends that have back. Now you come home, everything's changed. Your friends that you had before, you might see a couple of them, but they've moved on. They've got you know lives as well. Uh, the town you've come from changed. Everything around you has changed, and you don't quite know how to fit in anymore. And well, so that's essentially what that song is about. Yeah, and, and, and in light of what's going on in today's news over in Israel, you, you spent some time over yep. in Israel. You did the John C. and in, in Galilee program over there, and that seemed very impactful. It is. I mean, I've been to Israel several times. I'm supposed to go again in uh, February, and we've played over there, you know, I recorded an album over there called Live in, um, in Israel in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. I've studied for years, uh, although I'm a believer, I spend probably most of my time studying in the various synagogues. Oh, wow. wow. Because it's foundational. Very, it's very enlightening because you learn a lot of things that... <laughs> kind of shake you up a little bit. Yeah. And I love it. I love it. I've been in there for, gosh, almost 20 years. Well, I think it's a, one of these things that, you know, you get a song that, that touches your heart so much and it just means so much to you. Maybe it maybe it's not a big hit, but it's got to be something that you just are so proud of that you just, yeah, that and that has to be one of those songs. Yeah, it definitely is. 
All right, so, you know, we've got uh, so many great songs out there, and I just love the fact that you have a passion for Israel and helping out, especially in light of today's activities. But I think it would be appropriate at this point that we uh, take a listen to this great song you have. It's called Soldier in the Rain. Let's listen to John Ford Coley right now. Morning clouds have come since I was here and I'm wondering how I differ Taxi cabs keep rolling by Now my men ask for change Here I stand A soldier in the rain Coming home was They say love knows no distance, the longing never ends. And all along these dreams that possess my heart never were too plain. Here I stand, a soldier in the rain. Soldier in the Rain by John Ford Coley right here at the Sumner County Spotlight with Jeff Shannon. And, you know, John, thank you so much for all that you do, the great songs that you're involved with, that you've created memories. I just, I know tons of memories that I have from from your past and all the great songs you've done. And you've, you've touched a lot of people's hearts. Just keep doing what you're doing, man. Well, thank you. And, I, you know, I'm very appreciative of all the people that have enjoyed the music and kept it alive for all these years. That's that's the greatest pleasure for me. And and it's great when you get out there and people are actually singing your songs while you're in concert. Yeah, that is, <laughs> that's something that uh, 
you can't describe adequately. So, uh, listen, you're going to be able to see John Ford Coley um, amp up for Kids Night to benefit Music Amplifies, and it's going to be at the Palace Theater downtown Gallatin. It's 146 North Water Avenue right here. It's going to be Friday, November 3rd at 7 o'clock. you got to come by and see these great acts. John Ford Coley, John Barry, Buddy Jewell, Mackenzie Phipps, uh, Brandon Lee, and Dan Whitehurst, and we're going to help out Music Amplifies and help our kids. So, John, thank you so much for taking time with us. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me on. Everybody come out. Absolutely. All right, so listen, that's going to wrap up this segment of Summer County Spotlight with Jeff Shannon. We appreciate you joining us, so we'll catch you next time right here on Sumner County Spotlight. Sumner County Spotlight will return next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Thanks for listening.